Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. I'm so happy to be here with you today. How are we doing? I have such a fun episode for you today. So we have Be Well with Kayla on the podcast. Okay, if you haven't heard of Kayla, she is an incredible entrepreneur. She's a content creator, podcast host, holistic integrative health coach, hormone specialist. I mean, I could I could go on. She is based in Montreal. Did I say that correctly? I know there's like a way of saying it. I'm sorry, my Canadians, if I'm saying that incorrectly. Um, and we just had like such a cool conversation. There is so much information. There is so much knowledge in this episode, okay? Excuse, there's a plane going over my building. Ah, thank you so much. So, okay, I don't want anyone to be off put by the word health coach okay i don't know about you guys but like when i hear that i'm like eh, i don't really want to like i don't want i don't really want to hear someone tell me to get on a diet or to like eat broccoli you know what i'm saying this conversation is not like that okay i love her messaging and i love her intention and i love what she values it's all it's all good things that we all probably need more of in our everyday lives. There's no black or white kind of bullshit. It's just like real life tools to feel the best we can starting from within, you know, like sign me up. So like I said, there's so much information here. We talk about gut health. We talk about hormones. We talk about what health truly means, how it can look different for everyone. We talk about my eating disorder. We talk about disordered eating, just like so many things, morning routines, night routines, everything. So I'm very excited to share this with you. As always, take whatever you need from this episode, leave the rest. Like I said, it's full of knowledge. So I think you're really going to enjoy it. Give Kayla some love. Follow her on IG if you don't already. She's always giving so much value on her Instagram. And I love her daily stories also. So without further ado, let's get into this episode with Kayla. Hello. Good morning. It's Monday morning. How are we doing? Good. (laughs) Like still waking up. (laughs) Yeah, literally. So I like to jump right into things. Okay. So. I want to hear before we get into all the good stuff, I want to hear a little bit about like your story. Like why, how are we here? Like, how do we get here? What happened? If anything, that made you want to start sharing all these different areas of your life. Okay. So good question. Hmm. Um, I feel like it's been, it was like a long journey for me. I'm just going to put my phone on do not disturb before I begin talking. (laughs) Um, it was a very long journey for me, you know, like around like four years ago. Um, I like, was diagnosed with this condition called leaky gut, which I'm sure like everyone in the wellness world kind of knows about. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was really bad for me, you know, like it was definitely like a serious case of leaky gut. And I would just wake up every single morning, not feeling well. Like I would feel like extremely hungover. I'd have no energy. 
I'd have these migraines, like I couldn't even get out of bed. And I was always someone who was like super energetic and like, just like constantly like popping off, like social butterfly vibes, always wanted to travel. And I had totally like lost my, like what we call in French, like joie de vivre, like mm-hmm. basically like my, my will to live or something like my, like my, my lust for life. And um, I had none of that anymore. So it was totally scary uh, for me. And I had like, it was 2019 like or late 2018, 2019, where like things got really bad for me. And actually 2018 was like such an amazing year for me. I like did so much. I traveled so much. I had like so many new friends. It was like a great year where I was constantly go, go, go. And then when I was coming off from that year, my body went into a complete shutdown and it was essentially because of my leaky gut. And I also had, um, adrenal fatigue. So, uh, HPA axis dysfunction, but also called adrenal fatigue. And that is what basically caused me to like change my life. I had to go see a natural doctor. I went to see a naturopath and she told me what I had and we had to just like completely rework my routine. And it's crazy because like everything that I was doing before I thought was so healthy because I was on a weight loss journey for like a very long time. And then when like, she kind of stopped me in my tracks and told me like, Hey, like you're not doing things properly. I was like, Whoa, like I discovered this whole new world of like health mm-hmm. that I didn't know about. And like, I feel like no one knows about it. Like, cause no one learns about it in school, you know? Right. So you're kind of just like navigating and like you're finding what's right through social media or like a magazine, you know what I mean? So like, you don't really know what healthy is. So she kind of taught me what healthy was. And I went through a long process of like finding what works for me. Obviously with bumps in the road. Like I had many bumps because I was like 20 years old at the time. So like I would still go out and like drink and like eat unhealthy. And like, it would kind of stop me in my tracks and like kind of ruin my progress for a bit. But long story short, um, when I was like 21, I was graduating university, which was like about a year and a half ago. I'm 22, I'm 23 right now. Oh my God. You're so young. Yeah. I'm 23. What? <laughs> what did you think I was? No, no. I mean, I never, honestly, I never assume anyone's age, but you just like sound so mature and not that 23 year olds, 22 year olds can't be mature. I feel, I don't want to offend anyone by saying that, but I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I'm 28, but like, what? Oh my God. You're, you look so young. Thank you. I have a lot of Botox in me. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know. And any, I feel like we're so smart nowadays that it's like, I, I can't like tell anyone's age, but anyway, love that. Okay. Continue. Crazy Cause like, I feel what you're saying. Cause like, even I am like when I was 21 and it's like, that wasn't so long ago. So like, it's crazy how, like how much change has happened for me in mm-hmm. a short amount of time. And like, I'm, I'm an Aries if anyone's listening. So like, love. I'm very like, all of a sudden I flip a switch and I'm like this new person. So that's me. And I flipped a switch a couple of years ago and, um, I was at graduating university. I was graduating from criminology. I was like applying to law school, which I've spoken about on my podcast many times. It was like a crucial moment for me. And like, my, like it was like a turning point. And I just felt like so depressed and anxious, like all the time. And I was just like, what's going on? Like, why am I anxious? Why am I depressed? Why am I not happy with my next steps? Why am I not proud of myself for the, what I'm doing next? And, um, I just decided to like drop that. I like graduated. I, I graduated in criminology. And then I was like, okay, I'm not going to go to law school. I'm going to do something totally different. I'm going to start my own business and I'm going to start living my life like the way I want to, you know, like I'm going to wake up in the morning and like do what I want to do. Not like go to school just because like I have to. And like, that's what my parents want me to do. Like I'm going to do my own thing. And um, yeah. And then that brought me here to creating Be Well with Kayla. And now I'm on this amazing podcast. 
I love that. I love that so much. I love a career shift. Like I love when people talk about like jumping from industry to industry, because I love to constantly remind people, like, if you're not happy, you don't have to, you don't have to stay there. Like you can make a change, you know, I know that's easier said than done, but before we continue, I want to ask you two questions of about your story. First of all, for anybody who doesn't know what is a leaky gut and also, sorry. Yeah. Tell me. So leaky gut first. So basically, um, sort of cut you off, but leaky gut is just, well, it's not just, it's a big thing. Everyone has it on a certain scale. Like in my opinion, that's what I personally believe. And it's basically when your gut barrier, like your gut walls are so weakened and disrupted and that the bacteria from your gut, the bad bacteria. So like the candida or like an over like an, like a surplus of bad bacteria starts to leak into your bloodstream because your gut is so poor and damaged. So when the bacteria starts leaking into your bloodstream, it makes you sick. Obviously the human body can handle it, but like, it makes you unwell. You feel dizzy, foggy, um, like a lot of brain fog, migraines. Um, you could even like, and if you carry that on for so long, that's how you develop disease. So it's basically, and that's why they say that the gut, the gut is a center of disease center of all things, because that's how it begins, you know, and it creates inflammation. So you have this bad bacteria leaking into your bloodstream, which you cannot just detox by like doing anything like by like drinking water or like just simply eating kale. You have to go through a whole protocol. It's very hard to get rid of. And if it's serious, like mine was, mine was very serious for someone my age. Um, you're going to start feeling totally unwell. And I felt like the worst I've ever felt like to the point where, yeah, to the point where I was like in and out of the the, the doctor's office. I think I thought I was sick. I thought I was like clinically, like I was like, okay, something's wrong with me. I have to get blood tests. I got MRIs done. Um, Yeah. So it was very scary, but it's crazy because it's all lifestyle related, you know, but also like attached to all this, I went on like a huge like emotional journey as well. You know, like I, I'm sure learned to live my life, like learned how to like live my life. Like I, I grew up in an, an environment that was very like pre-planned and very mm-hmm. like controlled. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn how to like, kind of like, like cut off the things that were good for my energy. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. kind of like decide like what's actually good for me. And I feel like people don't often think about that, but it's mm-hmm. so important. And like, it plays a huge role in like how you feel in your day to day. Yeah, totally. And what were some of the things that you thought you were doing that were healthy that you were pointed out or that somebody pointed out like that's not healthy actually? Yeah. Like for example, I was like, uh, working out, uh, like, like a crazy animal. I was like in the gym, like weightlifting and like doing these workouts. And like, I, I would like do a lot of hit and a lot of weight training, which is a good workout. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't good for me. That's for starters. And then obviously when you're doing those types of workouts, like the food has, the food you're eating has to correlate with the workout. Right. Right. So, I was not doing that. I was uh, not eating carbs. I thought that carbs made people fat, made me fat. And um, all I would eat was like steak and chicken and meat. I remember like, I would like, I remember like when I was in university, I'll never forget this. I told my mom, I'm like, yeah, I'm coming home. Like, can you make me, can you make me food? So she made me like chicken and like broccoli and like quinoa or whatever. Cause I was on a diet and I was so hungry that I ate the whole chicken platter. <laughs> Cause I thought that protein was right. like everything. So I was yeah. like, it was on 
not having quinoa. Like I don't really like vegetables. Um, I'm going to have the whole, I'll never forget this chicken. Like I remember, I still remember the way it tastes. And she had like made me like a chicken platter. She wasn't going to make me like one plate, one piece of chicken. So she made it for the family and I had the whole chicken platter. And she looked at me like, whoa, like you had all that. Are chicken? you okay? <laughs> like, why is it, is, is chicken going to make me fat? Like I had no idea what that was. So that was just an example. Also, like after I left the gym, I would like come home, have a big bowl of cereal, like Kashi cereal. I thought it was healthy, um, full of sugar. I used to like over abuse, like pea protein. Like, um, like I was a, like a sucker for fit with Cambry. I don't know if you know fit with Cambry, but, um, she has this protein powder. Um, and she, like, I was buying it like all the time. And there were so many additives in her protein and I remember like having a protein shake every morning and like calling my sister and being like, Hey, like, I feel nauseous. I feel dizzy. Like, she's like, maybe it's the protein. I go, no, it's not the protein. Like protein's super healthy for you. It's not that. It's, not that. it's, it's something else. Like something's wrong. Your body was literally telling you like, no, like, please yeah. stop. Like a bunch of habit. Also, like I would go to bed at like one o'clock in the morning and wake up at like seven to go to school. And I'd literally roll out of bed and like, like, like drag my ass to my classes. I'm sorry for my language, but like, I'd oh, be I, so, you like, can swear all you want on this podcast. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> so depressed. I was like, okay, like, fuck, I have school. Like, okay, like I, I would set my alarm for seven. I would roll out at 745. Class started at 815. I would make it there at 845. Like I was such a deadbeat in my yeah. life. I was just like, you were just like surviving, but you weren't through. I always, I like to do a poll on my stories and I ask people, are you surviving today? Or are you thriving today? And it sounds like you were surviving. Yeah. I was literally just breathing. And like, I would, all I would look forward to was like going out with my friends on the weekend. I'd be like, Hey, it's time for Tila. Let's do that. Like, that's literally all I cared about. Like, and it's so sad. Oh, totally. I hear you. Um, what does being well mean to you now? Uh, being well means to for me, like it's a, def- a different definition for everyone. That's like mm-hmm. the first starter of everything. But for me, being well means waking up in the morning and feeling good, like feeling like you're mentally clear, feeling at peace, like which is so important, like even more important than feeling like you ate healthy last night. You know what I mean? Like just feeling at peace in your life, at peace with your energy, movement. Okay. Like, and but for me personally, like the reason why I, I'm so like keen on like living a healthy lifestyle and eating the way I do and living the way I do. And also like my whole business is centered around wellness. Like the reason why I'm so motivated by this is because like, I know what it's like to not feel well, you know? So taking the appropriate steps, like creating yourself a routine that allows you to feel good is what being well means to me. You know what I mean? So that's why I named my business, like be well with Kayla. Routines are everything to me. I'm a Capricorn. So like she thrives off of a routine, you know, Mm -hmm. I think, like you said, we're not taught a lot of these things, you know, for some reason, they think it's more important to teach us the Pythagorean theorem that I've never once fucking used in my whole life. But like, you won't teach me what's like healthy or how to do my taxes. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Literally. Yeah. But I think, you know, I think a lot of people get overwhelmed and intimidated when it comes to health, wellness, health and wellness. So I would love if you could share like just a few simple things that anyone can just implement into their days if they're trying to achieve more health. And, and I don't know how I feel about the word balance because I, I don't know, it's so hard, but more health in their life, you know? I love that. And I want to hear about your thoughts on balance. Cause I feel like everyone's like balance, balance, balance. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like the word. Okay, cool. That's different. I love different. (laughs) 
for like easy pointers on like how to live a healthy lifestyle. Number one, drink water. Like I used to never drink water. So it's very true. Drink water, drink more water than you do coffee. Okay. Um, you're attacking me right now. Like I have so many clients who are like, oh my God, I have so much anxiety. And I'm like, really? I'm like, how many, how many coffees did you have today? And they're like seven, you, and I'm like, no, babe. Yeah. So, um, that's for starters. Drink a lot of water. Number two, get sleep. Like we think that it's normal to go to bed at two 30 in the morning, and waking up at eight, it's not normal. You need to be getting like eight, nine hours of sleep every night to properly function. And I honestly believe that sleep is like cumulative. Mm-hmm. Like I went to bed super late on Saturday night, something I never do. And I barely slept. Like I woke up super early the next morning. And like today I woke up, I felt dead. Like, oh yeah, I'm the same way. I need, I need, I don't know how people function. Like I, I, my body will not function if I don't give it to you. You cannot sleep. You cannot function. So if you're complaining about headaches, nausea, just feeling unwell, make sure you're drinking water and you're sleeping. Um, number two, uh, number three, sorry, it's Monday. Okay. Number three, eat all your food groups. Like, I think that people like sleep on, like reaching out to health coaches and nutritionists. I feel like obviously everyone these days on Instagram is a health coach. Like I, I really get how corny it could be, yeah. but like, if you actually find a professional that could help you just like restructure your diet, tell you what's good for you, what's not good for you, what'll help your bloating, like create a method for yourself. You know, it could take you literally a month of your life, like just to restructure your diet with like a professional mm-hmm. and it could change your life, you know? So that, and last but not least movement, like, you have to move every single day, go for a walk, do Pilates, go for a run, find, find the method that works for you. Like I was talking before about how I was like weightlifting, Mm -hmm. like that's not the workout for me. You know, like now I realize that like, okay, like why was I doing that? You know, like when I was growing up, I loved dance. I loved Pilates. Like I used to watch my mom do Pilates, you know? So it was like kind of like embedded in me and I was totally going against what I know I, I knew I enjoyed because I thought that my body would be nicer by lifting weights and doing these high intensity workouts that my body couldn't support. Okay. So don't push yourself too hard. So like find what's good for you. So those are my top tips. Like just to repeat sleep, water, learning what to eat because people just don't know like how to eat and what portions, how to portion out their plates. And then you go through like a whole trial and error process that leads you to more damage than anything. So reach out to professional to help you with that if you need it. And last but not least move, but find a a way of movement that works for you. I love that because I think health doesn't look the same on everyone. And I think that's like a misconception. It's, it's, you know, when you're talking about the weightlifting, like I've I too have tried things or workouts or ways of eating because I saw them online. I saw them work for someone. So I'm like, oh, it worked for them. It must work for me. Me too, That's right? not how it works. That's not how it works. And exactly. it's, okay, it's okay if like whatever's trending at that moment, people need to remember like there's going to be something new trending every single day, especially with social media. So it's like, exactly. instead of focusing on the trends, focus on how you feel. And so I love that you focus on like tailoring the experience to the individual because at the end of the day, the way that my friend eats is maybe not how I want to eat. The way that she works out is maybe not how I want to work out. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like we're all fucking different, but I think it's also, it can be so easy to get carried away and think like, that's the way to do it. Right. Yeah. 100%. And I was in a huge, like, moment of that in my life where like it went on for years and I was like pushing myself. Remember like one of my last 
workouts, I felt so dizzy. I would get in my car and I'd be like, Whoa, like I, I would see lights. I would see. And I was like, Hey, like I was also on a major bulletproof coffee kick at one point. Like I was I just did that too. Oh my God. I was literally doing like my stomach would literally collapse as I was working out. And I thought it was normal because some stupid blogger that I used to follow used to yep. tell me that it was normal. Like, even if she hears this, like I don't give, I literally don't care. Like, like I would not, you know, what's also, you know, what's also crazy is that what works for you can also change. And I think people like don't real. And even me, like sometimes there were certain workouts or let's say certain ways of eating or whatever, certain patterns that really worked for me in that moment of my life, maybe because of my schedule, maybe because of whatever, right. The circumstances, but things can change. And I think people also, we also need to be a little more flexible and realize like, if you were enjoying that workout for fucking five months and now like your body can't handle it, that's okay. Try something else. Like we don't have to be exactly. We don't, we don't have to be stuck. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't have to be stuck to like ideas and concepts and, and ways of living all the time. Like if something isn't working, let's fix it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah. I really want to talk to you about hormones because I am like, not, I don't know shit. Like, I don't know anything about Mm -hmm. hormones. I'm not educated at all. And I know I should be. And so for someone who's like me, like, I don't know where, where do I start? Like what, what's important for me to know and potentially how to regulate them, whatever. I'll let you take it. But like, how would you talk to somebody like me? Who's like, I have no idea. Like where do you even start with hormones? First of all, if you have no idea, that's a good thing because you you're, you're going to know, like, you're going to have an idea if your body has a hormonal imbalance. Like I struggled my whole entire life with acne, like not acne, just like a couple pimples, like that'll come and go like severe cystic acne. So that is like number one for women in terms of hormones, your gut health and all that. So if you don't have any idea of like, like what's up with your hormones, like it's kind of good because, you know, it means like, obviously you're getting your blood drawn every year. You're going to see your doctor, your doctor's telling you everything's great. They're no. not, okay, maybe we should do that. Okay. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> like keep like number one is like, like for, I, I have like a female checklist. Like whenever I talk to my clients, I'm like, how's your period? Is it regular? Yes or no. Okay. If you're on the pill, are you were asking me? I was like, yeah, you're like, yes, you know, but like, I'm asking you. Yeah. So like, you, have a period, you have your period. It's regular. Good. Are you on the pill? No, no. Excellent. Okay. So if you're not on the pill, you have a regular period. That's amazing because usually some people are like, yeah, my period's regular. And I'm like, you're on the pill. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Cause your pill is regulating your period, not your body. Okay? I like, we'll never do I mean, I don't want to say never because whatever, but like, I don't want anything that's going to fuck up my hormones. I've been like, that's the only thing I know about hormones is that I don't want to fuck them up. So like I've never (laughs) taken birth control. Thank God. I know some people have to take it because they have heavy periods or whatever it may be, but I really have like good. And like, honestly, like these days, obviously the birth control is here to like, I have a whole, like, I could, I could talk about birth control forever, but like, um, it's good for some people, but like for most people, it's just like, you have to realize that sometimes you're looking to, for birth control to regulate your and, and to like, kind of like pacify your life when like, there's so many other ways that you could do that. Right. But the beauty about birth control is that like, it facilitates a woman's life in some way. So if it's facilitating your life and it's bettering your life, good on you. And like, listen to your doctor always first, but anyways. Okay. So for hormones, you have to know if you have a period and it's regular, if it's painful, if it's long, I always tell my clients, like, look at their period symptoms and their like menstrual health in terms to know if something may be up with their hormones. Then I look at their skin. 
How's your skin? Is your skin um, clear? Do you have a lot of rosacea? Do you have like hormonal acne down your jaw? Are your pores clogged? Do you have like greasy skin? Like what, what's up with the skin? So I always talk to them about that. And if nothing's happening with their skin and everything's beautiful with their period, those are two amazing signs. Then I ask them about like their clarity, like mentally, like do you have headaches? Do you wake up with energy or do you wake up like foggy? You're not able to function until like one o'clock in the afternoon, like what goes on. And then if that's clear as well, that's another amazing checkpoint, you know? And then last but not least, I asked them about their digestion which is something that like no one will really talk about in the hormone world because we think it's so like not correlated, but it really is, you know, like the gut releases so many hormones like serotonin, you know, like if your body is not eliminating properly, like your body will be stressed. You will retain inflammation. Your cortisol will go up, you know? So these are all things I talk to my clients about. So, um, those are my markers, like menstrual health, skin, digestion, and brain clarity and function, you know, and you could tell a lot by that for your hormones. Love that. So if somebody is listening and they can't, maybe they, it's not within their capacity to see a professional, right. But they want to make sure that their hormones are regulated, or maybe Mm -hmm. they want more information. Like what would be the next steps? And they were looking to work with someone or they want to conquer it on their own. Let's do both. Okay. So if you're looking to work with someone on your hormones, first of all, if the thing, if the machine's not broken, don't fix it. Okay. So I'm a big believer in that. I have so many clients that come to me like, Oh my God, like my hormones, like something's wrong. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with your hormones. If you've gone to see your doctor and your doctor hasn't put in a request for you to go see an endocrinologist and everything's normal with your blood work and you're feeling great, you're feeling energetic. There's nothing wrong with your hormones. Like I literally have people ask me sometimes if they're, they're like mild bloating is correlated to like an estrogen dominance problem. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like there's probably just something in your diet that we need to tweak, right? Don't get overly consumed with your hormones. But if you know that there's something wrong with your hormones, you know, you have cystic acne, you have hormonal acne, you know, your doctors probably told you this is hormonal acne. You have very poor cognition and like brain function. You feel inflamed. Your digestion is totally off. Um, Like your, your menstrual cycle is at its worst. You know, you have very long periods or you're relying on the pill to make you feel better or like regulate your period. That's when you, I would 100% recommend going to see a professional. And, um, there are a lot of professionals that could help you out there and obviously convene your budget. Like health coaches are amazing, honestly. Like, and I feel like in the States they're so popular. Um, I would recommend going with someone who's like certified in hormone health. We actually know like what's up with hormones, what hormones like should look like, and what are the indicators that there might be a problem. So I'd recommend taking the following steps, honestly, for doctors, unless you're seeing like, um, an integrative doctor or like more of a holistic doctor, they probably will tell you that health health coaches or nutritionists are really necessary. But these days, especially if you're a woman, I always, I always recommend seeing a holistic doctor, like an integrative doctor. And I feel like in the state, they're much more popular. So that's my tip. But if you're aiming to go about it on your own, whether it's a budget issue, some people just feel shy about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like they're shy to talk about it you need to just rework the things that I mentioned in the beginning, you know, number one, sleep and hormones go hand in hand. So does your plate. Okay. So if you're not balancing your plate and if you're not balancing your sleep schedule, your hormones will not be balanced. Okay. So if you're out of whack, your hormones would be out of whack. Like when I had horrible skin, I was out of whack. I was drinking all the time. I was a chronic drinker. I, um, 
would get super drunk all the time and like wake up hungover for like three days out of the week. Okay. Um, I had a horrible sleeping schedule, horrible. Okay. I was constantly eating inflammatory food that would, uh, that would make my body, um, have like an inflammation reaction. Um, and like the list can go on and on. Okay. So you have to kind of not kind of, you have to balance out your routine and figure out a way to function. Like routines are necessary, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing. Um, you need to establish like a method and a routine for you and make sure it's balanced. And in that way, your hormones rebalance as well. Okay. So if you're going about it on your own sleep and balance your plate, like 100%. I love these tips. So helpful. I also want to talk about gut health really quick. Oh yeah. So not the sexiest topic, but I think it's so fucking important. And I want you to explain a little bit what our gut, like why our gut health is so important and the things that it affects that I, that I think people don't realize. Okay. Well, gut health is super important. Like as mentioned in the beginning, the gut is like the center of all things. So if you have a problem, if you have literally diseases, uh, are, begin in the gut. Okay. So it's your bacteria that like you're creating for yourself could be good. It could be bad. There needs to be both. Okay. But the, the bad cannot outweigh the good, the good needs to outweigh the bad bacteria. Okay. So that's super important to understand. And if you have poor gut health, that is what can lead to chronic health problems, like chronic constipation. Okay. Which leads to fermentation of stool in the gut, which causes, bacteria, which is how, what causes poor body odor, acne, rashes, eczema, psoriasis, all that. Okay. So everything is very much interrelated. Okay. So everything is linked. Exactly. So if you're, whatever you're consuming needs to come out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously not like every day will look the same in terms of digestion. Like some days will be a little bit slower. Some days, maybe you won't go some days, maybe you'll go three times. Sorry for being super descriptive, but you have to make sure your stool is healthy because like, if you don't, if you don't have healthy stool, that's like a vital sign of health. Okay. So just Google a stool chart and you'll be able to like, see if your stool is healthy. I'm not going to start describing the stool podcast (laughs) right now, but, um, super important (laughs) center of everything, center, center of all disease. Um, and like I said before, the gut like sends out hormones. Okay. So if your gut is help, like happy, you will be happy too. Okay. You're going to feel serotonin. You're going to feel the happy hormone dopamine. Okay. So you're going to feel good. You're going to feel relaxed. If your gut is unhealthy, you're going to feel anxiety. You're going to feel mood, like, like mood disorders, like depression. You're, you're going to feel like very off, like thrown off. Your cortisol is going to go up. You are going to retain water. Like it's going to create inflammation in your body. So whatever comes out has, whatever goes in has to come out and you're, you're not going to want to vomit it out. So it has to come out like naturally. And also like a lot of people tell me like, oh yeah, I'll go to the bathroom in the morning, but like only if I'll have like three coffees, not the best, you know, like you want to make sure that your gut health is like, you're you're recognizing yourself right now. (laughs) You have to make sure your gut is balanced on its own. Like you have to just, you you have to feel maybe having a coffee in the morning will obviously allow you to go. I'm not, I'm not against that, but if you're like chronically abusing coffee in order to go to the washroom, I don't think that's good. So working on your gut health, um, in order to just like, and also like to feel better and look better too, you know, like bloating is so uncomfortable. It's so important to be able to eliminate, you know, um, and just 
feeling more confident in your own clothes. And that's, that, that's the center of, that's the most important part of gut health. That gut health, the gut is the center of all problems. You have to balance it out. There are so many ways to do that. I'll get into that after, but, um, it's just a very important thing. And especially if it's like bloating, I was actually talking about this on my Instagram story yesterday. If bloating is chronic for you and like, you're constantly feeling as though like it's taking over your life. Like I used to feel like I used to feel bloated every single day. I was not able to go to the bathroom whatsoever for like months on end. I was taking over my life. So, and yeah, so yeah, it's very important to fix it. So important. So if somebody is, maybe they felt identified with a few of the things you just said, what are some things they can do to see what might be causing? Look into your diet. So start eliminating maybe, or- or adding in, adding in, you know, some people like, you know, like it's, it's really not about cutting things out. It's like, it's cause you don't have enough good in, mm-hmm. you know? So love that. Cause think about your, your food in your life as bacteria. Like, like I said, we need bad bacteria. Mm-hmm. We need it sometimes, but you have to outweigh the good with the bad. Okay. So, no, you have to outweigh the bad with the good. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Okay. So you need more of the good, so whether, and that's with everything in life, whether it be a weight loss journey, a gut health journey, um, anything, you always need more good days than bad days, more good food than bad food. So think of it like that. So let's say you're, uh, we're starting with someone who wakes up in the morning, has like two toasts with peanut butter, um, then goes on to having like pasta for lunch. Um, and maybe we'll put a side of salad on there, but like, she'll put ranch dressing on her salad. And then for dinner, it'll just be like anything, like maybe like a burger and like some sweet potato fries. Your diet is lacking fiber, like straight off the bat. Okay. So add in more fiber rich foods, like start eating more leafy greens. Like you'll notice like the more greens you eat, the more greens you chew, um, the more you cook your greens. I actually have a whole reel up now on my Instagram uh, about gut health. I give you like 10 tips to better gut health, implementing more fiber cooking your fiber and every single meal will change your life already that you're going to start going. I love fiber. Yeah. It's the best. So, you know, like in the morning, make a smoothie, put spinach in there, boom, fiber. And in the afternoon, instead of having pasta and maybe a side of ranch salad, have like some salmon with some cooked vegetables, like some broccoli, some asparagus, whatever it may be, some spinach, arugula, and then have a side of carbs, you know, and then at dinner, same thing. So I have a, a method called the balance plate. I guide all my clients with the balance plate and balancing your plate is what's going to allow you to balance your hormones balance your gut health and allow you to eliminate properly and like better your gut health. So that's number one. Also like sleep is a huge correlator. It's, it's very much correlated to your digestion. So if you're not sleeping properly, like I said, your body's going to get stressed. Your body's kind of like on a fight or flight. Okay. Your body's not eliminating when it's in fight or flight, love, just letting you know. Okay. So if you're constantly living your life in fight or flight, like I used to live my life in, it was like a nervous system thing. Um, you are not going to the bathroom and you, your hormones are going to be totally off. Your cortisol is going to be super high. Okay. That's when my acne is at its worst. Um, so that's like another great tip. Another thing, like drinking a lot of water, staying hydrated, um, moving your body. You'll notice that movement will allow like to like detox or like allow your colon, your bowel movement to move. Um, what probiotics, you know, that's another Mm, so important. So we'll talk about that. So like in terms of what other foods you have to implement into your life, probiotic rich foods are are great too. You know? So a lot of people ask me like, Hey, should I be like, I'm super constipated. Should I be adding, like going to the health food store and buying like 60 supplements? No, you know, like there's no point in going to buy supplements. If you're eating McDonald's, 
you know? So start, let's start with food. Like already by like taking out the McDonald's or the Harvey's or the A&W that you're eating on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, and just swapping that for healthy food that you cook at home. That's non-processed, you know, like better ingredients, um, fiber, rich foods, like fiber, rich fruits, like banana, mango, papaya, um, some Greek yogurt, like some seeds, like flaxseed, chia seed, hemp seed. These are all things that will really help you eliminate properly. And you won't need to go to the health food store and buy $95 in supplements. So a lot of people say like, Hey, like healthy, like living healthy is very expensive. Like it's not, it's not for me. It's like, no, what you're not realizing is that you're not budgeting properly. And if you had $200, which is a lot, okay. Even $70, you could do a whole week grocery. Okay. And cut out your Starbucks drinks, cut out your five spicy marks with your friends on a Thursday night. Um, yeah, like literally I see myself too in this one girl, um, like start walking places more than driving places for, to save gas money. You know, like, um, when you're shopping in the grocery store, the grocery store, shop the periphery of the store. Don't go in the aisles and buy wraps and cookies and bars that you're like wasting money on. Like I get so many questions every week. Like what's a good protein bar. I'm like, nothing, none, none. Don't spend your money on protein bars. It's like over like $20 a box. Like, you know how much, how fast those go? It's a, it's a trap. They know you're going to buy them again. Okay. Like eat real snacks, like buy a big tub of, of coconut yogurt and berries, which is like half the price. And just like have that all week as a snack, whenever you need one, you know, with some seeds, buy like the jumbo pack at Costco. There's so many swaps you can make that people are not aware of. This and is so I- good. I'm literally like making <laughs> 10 million mental notes. My thing is I eat very healthy. I, I enjoy eating healthy, but I am, I don't love cooking. I get it. So I think sometimes I try to take shortcuts where I shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? And so I think when people say like, they don't have time, like my excuse is like, Oh, I just like, don't want to waste my time on that during the day. That to me, I'm just telling myself like, that's not a priority because if it were a priority, I'd make time for it. Right. So, but I'm, I'm at least I'm like self-aware. I'm like a self-aware bitch. Like I know that I'm just like not prioritizing that. And I know that I should, but these tips are amazing. Like anybody can, anybody can implement these things. And it's so crazy because everything, everything we've talked about, like gut health, feeling healthier, your hormones, like you keep listing, of course, there are little things that are different, but you keep listing the main pillars, which are sleep. What's your plate look like? Are you drinking water? Are you moving? Like, I think we keep going back to those things and it just goes to show, right. It goes to show, like, I think this was one of the questions I wanted to ask you. It's like, I think people get so overwhelmed and I'll include myself in there. You know, I know a little bit more now, but before I used to get super fucking overwhelmed in the health and wellness industry. And there's so many voices. Like, it's like, what's right. Who's wrong. Who's right. It's, it's hard. Right. As somebody who's in the health and wellness industry, what is something you wish we saw more of online? Or maybe something that when you see, you're like, Oh no, like why are people still preaching this? You know? Like simplicity, honestly, like I feel yeah. like so many people have these fucking radical diets. It's like food, fruit until 12. And oh my God, like, don't oh, that's have- a big one. That's a big one. And like food combining for optimal digestion. But you and see, I- that's the problem is that I know exactly, I know exactly who you're talking about. And yeah. she blew up. And so there's so many eyes watching this. And so, listen, I'm not saying eating yeah. fruit in the morning is bad, you know, like, no, no, but, but like, it's so like, like these, like, 
I, I am a very black or white person. I think that's just a Capricorn thing. Okay. So I strive to like, not be that way because I don't want to be like all in or all out. Like I want to have balance, even though I can't, I feel uh, some kind of way about that, but I do, I want to be able to like deviate sometimes and listen to what, listen to what my body needs, as opposed to just sticking to something because I heard that's, what's going to work. Yeah. No, it's a thing about like, first of all, like, 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 like back to your question, what I want to see more of online. And, you know, like, it's funny how you said like food combining, whoever came up with that or whoever popped off on that on social media, she blew up. Where is she now? Okay. Because the world is not going in like a one track minded direction. Okay. So although food combining is a good like way to live for many reasons, like, let's say like, if you're trying to, um, reboot your digestion, you could throw in, you could like dabble food combining here and there, you know, let me give you an example, make the morning blend. The morning blend is like abides by the food combining um, aspects, you know what I'm saying? But then when you have lunch that day, make a full balanced plate, you know? So different things work for different people. So preaching a method, preaching one simple way of living is never going to work. You know, it's not, you have to look at all different like perceptions and perspectives and um, like include others, like include the basics of life, which are like what are needed, you know, like food combining will not allow you to balance your hormones. You know what I'm saying? If anything, it'll like, even scientifically, like a nutritionist will tell you, it'll actually throw them off. It's called blood sugar. Okay. So, um, having waking up in the morning and having a bowl of coconut yogurt with coconut water, um, which is sugar on top of sugar, and then throwing more sugar on it with fruit and then more sugar with cacao nibs and more sugar with coconut shreds. That's a blood sugar balancing disaster. Of course, don't make you go to the bathroom. It's to make you feel skinny. Okay. But it's not going to make you, um, balance your hormones. Okay. And also like all, like I said, different things work for different people, but social media is a lie. So you don't know what's happening behind the screen. The person preaching food combining to you or the keto diet to you, it could look so nice on Instagram story, but behind the scenes, this person is probably has crippling anxiety. Okay. Uh, it's probably at a super low weight and, and, or like over editing their pictures. I don't know, like just an example of how Instagram is a lie and I'm not trying to target anyone, but what I'm trying to tell like the viewers and the people that get so overwhelmed, like you said, is to really like go back to the basics and then from the basics, figure out what works for you. Okay. So let's say like good sleep, a balanced plate. These are things that are like standard in life, you know? And I feel like they're standard, but like growing up, we all got lost in translation. You know, like I have clients who tell me like, Hey, like, you know, I wake up in the morning and I put like three stevias in my coffee. And then I go to Starbucks and I get like two pumps of their sugar-free vanilla every single morning in their coffee. That's something that I used to do as well. And I thought that was normal. Okay. I I used to like leave school after a long day of school in high school. And I used to walk down to Starbucks and get a croissant, get a um, chocolate chip cookie and a large uh, venti chocolate mocha. Oh my God. I, I thought that was normal. And then I wondered why I had so much acne <laughs> and no one was there to tell me because yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't have the proper guidance. No one's there to tell me like, Hey, Kayla, like maybe your diet, sweetie is awful. Okay. But like you would, you would die because when I was growing up, I was such a picky eater. Really? All I ate was French fries, chicken yeah, nuggets, pasta. And I hadn't developed yet. I developed much later. I was like this, me too. like it, was- it hadn't caught up with me. You know what I'm saying? 
but that when I look back at what I used to eat, I'm like, bitch, I'm glad you enjoyed that because that's yeah. never going to happen again. I see like kids, like they, sh- I-, I grew up the same way. I was super skinny. I, and like that, that was the problem for me. You know, like I, I thought that like skinny meant healthy or whatever. Like when you grow same. up skinny, when you grow up skinny, you're like, I'm still good. Right. Like, I, I'm so good. Like, I, I'm so, okay. So I had a full burger last night, but like, I'm still like a size negative five. Like, I'm good. <laughs> I love that. I love that you said that. That really hits home for me because I, so I had an eating disorder, um, like two years ago that I'm like still recovering from. Wow. And I say that because like, you know, it ebbs and fl- it's, it's hard. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, no. I don't think you, I don't know. I don't know if I believe I'll ever fully, I mean, I pray to God, I will fully like dismiss any form of diet culture in my life, but it's very hard when it was so ingrained in my life for a decade, you know? Yeah. Um, and before having an an eating disorder, I had very disordered eating, which is a different thing. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like, when I look back at the, I'm using air quotes, like the fittest skinniest, let's say body I had, you know, I was the unhealthiest I've ever been in my life. Right. But I thought it was perfect because all that mattered to me was what was outward facing. Mm -hmm. So I think that's just a great thing to say is that skinny or whatever word you want to use to describe a small body doesn't necessarily mean healthy. You don't know what's you don't know. That's why I like I don't judge anyone. I don't make assumptions. Eating disorders don't have a look. Disordered eating doesn't have a look. Health doesn't have a look. I mean, I think some people might argue that, but I'm saying like you can't look at someone's body and automatically assume like, oh my God, they're super thin. They must eat this, but you have no fucking clue. Exactly. But that was what I was saying in relation to food combining before, you know, like this blew up because it was all like, wow, like look, look at, at her so- body. Right. So-and-so like she, she look at her, like her tummy's so flat. Like I have to get on this as well, mm-hmm. you know? And then like, I have friends that um, like did this, did the same type of diet and they developed severe problems where they had to be on FODMAP diets. And there was an, a surplus of fiber in their system, which was so troubling to them. And like, it caused them to even gain weight. You know, I have other friends and other people that, that led them into eating disorders. I see clients who developed disordered eating due to food combining accounts. You know what I'm saying? You know, the thing is it's 14 years old. Yeah. The, the, I think the problem is, and I've learned this firsthand really, and I know everybody's different, but when you restrict yourself and you deprive yourself, like just nothing good will come of that. I'm not saying an eating disorder is going to happen, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen to everybody, but it's, it's the end result. I don't think is going to be good after, after consecutive restriction, I don't think you're going to get anywhere. Great. You're not. And that actually happened to me. That was like a big part of my journey, which I didn't even like mention before. Cause like I, I went through so much, you know, that, that brief amount of time that it was like, well, it wasn't brief. It was like just two years of time, but I was like intermittent fasting slash practicing food combining. And my body was like, like literally giving up on me. Like at one point I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't move. I had so much brain fog. I had this weird sensation of numbness in my arms and my hands wow. every day. Yeah. So I would like wake up and all the scary, sudden, right? Yeah. So I'm like, Hey, there's something wrong with me. So I would have the sensation of like, um, like pain in my hands. I remember I used to go for dinner and like, not know if I could lift my hand to grab my drink for how much pain I was in. And I thought it was a nerve problem. I thought it was a muscle problem. And like, my mom would tell me like, Kayla, you, you don't eat enough. Yeah. And I'd be like, what do you mean? I broke my fast today at 2 PM and I had a toast. Oh. I'm good. Like, and in my mind, I, I literally thought that that was normal. 
you, you thought you were doing it right. And I, and I remember, and I think back on it now and I'm like, how did I think that having one piece of Ezekiel toast that day was enough? How, how? And then I, I mean, wonder I, why I get it. I get it. But I wonder why my arms were going numb and like, I didn't have an eating disorder, but I had orthorexic eating and disordered right. eating. And it was 100% driven by social media, which is why like now I'm at such a place where like, even if someone listening to this and like felt attacked by what I was saying before about food combining felt attacked or something, I don't give a fuck. Like the people, people put this persona out there like, and force these diets and they get all the positive comments like, Oh my God, like you changed my life. Like, thank you so much. I'm my digestion is so much better. But little do you know, a 17 year old, a 15 year old watching you is struggling Okay, is losing their period, is getting numbness and tilling in their arms because of the, what, what you're preaching online. And that's why I don't preach on Be Well Caleb. There's no method that I preach. Everything I preach is balance. And like I said before, like you start with the basics, like balance, play, good sleep, good hydration, good movement. And then from there, you pick and choose what works for you. Yeah. You know, so that is what like my business model is. And like, honestly, like I was so, I felt so compelled, like before starting my account to like start an account because I was like, you know what? Like, there's so much missing in this world of wellness, right? No, we need, we need more of you. Yeah. We need more, we need more balance. We need more real life. You know what I mean? And less preaching. And like, it's, it's, it's sad though, because people really don't blow up unless like they're selling a product and like often their product is like one specific method. Yeah. So that's why people get addicted and it works, you know? So, but I'm just not like that. I don't believe in that, but on social media, like it's, it's a lie. Like, but also, no, I hear you totally. But I think, thankfully, I really feel like as consumers, we're becoming smarter. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so much more. I think the voices, voices similar to yours and voices of people saying, like, if you're going to take advice from someone, like, be wary of who you're taking advice from, especially when it's your food and like your life, like you're putting your food and your diet and all these things in somebody else's hands. You better make sure there's somebody's hands who's like knowledge and certified and knows what the fuck they're talking about. Right. And so I think as consumers, we all have to be a little bit smarter about if you're going to be taking nutrition advice, if you're going to be taking all the, all these different tips from somebody, please know who you're listening to. Get informed, you know, and, and know like why you would be practicing that diet in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So there's just so many things flying around. I could talk about this forever, but oh like- my gosh, I could talk to you for hours and I yeah. know our time is like <laughs> running out, but I wanted to ask you because I love routines. I love mornings. I'm a huge morning person. Um, I would love to know like as specific as possible. What does your morning routine look like on a typical weekday, let's say, and what's like your unwinding nighttime routine? So cute. Um, by the way, I love your podcast name. Unwinding. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So in the, I have to be honest, my morning routine does change. Like in the summer, I feel like I'm much more mellow. Like I'm, cause I, I still am programmed like a student. It's so weird. Um, like I'm, I know that like when September comes, it's like back to school vibe yeah. <laughs> to like intense routines, but in the summer I'm like much more mellow. So like in the summer, honestly, I'll honestly wake up around like six 37, which is like late for me. Like Ooh, okay. in the winter, I was waking up at five 30 and like, cause I started my, yeah, girl, don't even ask. I was like, no, I've been work- there, but like, hell no, I will not. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard, but I have work at eight. So like, I want to work out and like, I usually finish eight work at five. So if I'm finishing work at five, I'm not working out. Okay. So I wake up early, early, um, to like work out, but that's not my routine right now. So I won't speak about that one, 
maybe you could have me back on your pod in December and I'll tell Would you about love my, to. <laughs> my routine. Anyway. So my summer routine is like, I wake up around seven. Um, I have water obviously. And then I should have, I have coffee. Like I'm, I need my coffee in the morning. It's something that I've like tried to cut out, try to bring back in and like coffee's here to stay girl. I love coffee. Um, I'm really into like Nespresso small pods. If like someone listening has been following me for a long time, they knew that I was really into the big pods for a long time, but now it's all about the small pods. So I have a coffee and then I usually work out either at home or I go to like my Pilates instructors, like studio. And I do a form of Pilates, which is like totally like life-changing by the way. I'm like super into it. Pilates. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's like so good. And I always eat after my workout these days. So I'll do, um, like, uh, I usually like these days I'm more into like a full-blown breakfast smoothie. So I do like protein and like, um, fruit and fiber and, and fat and all that. Um, and, but like in the winter, I'm more of like a morning blend kind of person. Like I really crave just like a high fiber smoothie, but like in the summer, I really like a good protein shake, but obviously before I leave the house, I do my skincare, which is like a crucial step in my morning routine because like I I've changed my skin like so much and I used to like totally neglect skincare and really only thought that like my skin would matter like based on what I was eating but skincare is a big part of your skin so like especially these days just by like being like exposed to all these toxins and like the change in weather you know humidity and I live like on the east coast obviously like I'm, I'm not American but I'm Canadian and it's very like very humid right now. So like I could tell that my skin is like changing. So I'm really into the skin medica products. They're like my favorite. And then every single morning I guasha, which mm, is like love. a game changer for me. Like it's really like changed my face. I find like, I, I wish I would take it in before and after, but I can't really it's like so good. Yeah. yeah it's better. So, um, I guasha and then I don't really journal. I just bought myself a five minute journal, but I leave it at my office. Like I, I do it at my, at my desk. And that's basically it. So water, coffee, gua sha, skincare, Pilates. Love it. Love it. That's my a life. Be- a beautiful morning routine. I love yeah. it. What, what about night? Do you have like a, a, a few things you do or not really? Uh, yeah, no, at night I usually do uh, like last night, for example, like I had to, I didn't work out. So I worked out at night. Like sometimes I'll do like a later night workout, but I'll always take it really slow. I love tea. So I'll do like puka tea at night. I'll do like an, like a very unwinding like routine. Like I'll make a tea. I'll like run a bath. Like sometimes I do, um, yeah, so I'll do that. Um, shower at night or bath. So if I'm not doing a bath, I'll definitely take a warm shower. And then honestly, I just get so much peace at night by like just being alone in my bed. Like that's my time to like be on my phone and like, like check what's going on in the world. Like, cause at work, like I'm always on my phone, but I'm not like checking up on people. Right. Cause I'm not checking social media. Cause I, I work on my phone. So yeah. like I'm answering to clients and stuff. So that's my time to just like unwind. Like I'm like, I just chill alone. I watch a movie like at least for like an hour. And then I try to go to bed around like 10 30. That's like my bedtime. Cause if I want to wake up early, I have to be in bed early. I love this. Okay. I love this episode. Like there's so much information here. You're so, so, no, you're so smart. You're so knowledge. And I really, really appreciate and respect your approach to these things. And that's why I'm saying like, we need more Kayla's that are preaching Um, these things. And I know you're saying not preaching, but like sharing these things because, because it's, you're not, you're just, it's right. The message is the intention is right. You know? And so I love this conversation. I know people are going to fucking love it. I, I have so many more questions for you. So like I'm forcing you to come back for yeah, a round two. Thanks many times. Hopefully, 
Come Hopefully back. next time I won't look this fucking crazy, but, um, worse, but it's fine. <laughs> you no. look crazy. Thank you so much. Where can people find you? Where can people get more of your knowledge? What if they want to work with you? Let us know. Yeah, so you can find me at be well with Kayla on Instagram. If you want to follow me and see what I'm up to. And if you want to book an appointment, you can check out my website. It's calebenpointer.com. So you could just click services and click like work with us. And if you want more knowledge, but are not ready to commit to coaching or like nutrition, like plans or whatever, um, you could buy the book of health, which is the ebook that I created like about a year ago. And it's out now on my website. It's so beautiful. You could go Love. pick it up digital. I'm going to um, get one. Yeah, get it. It's so cute. Honestly, like I have it right here. And if you print it, like, oh my God, so cute. I'm going to link it and we should all get it. Oh my gosh. So cute. I'm (laughs) going to get it right after this. It's a a book all about like living a healthy lifestyle. Um, like honestly, like how to like, like cleanse and like restart your routine in a very healthy, balanced way, even though we're not a fan of the word balance in here, but it's true. No, no, it's listen. I love, I think it's because I want more balance, but like I told you, I've had a really hard time because I'm so black or white. So like the book of health, the book of health is great. That's what I need. It's going to allow you to find your gray zone. Okay. Thank so you. yeah. So no extremities, no extremists. We're going to find a, a happy gray zone. So yeah, the book of health, be well, kill on Instagram and killpuna.com for all merch and services. Everything will be linked. And this was like the best way to start my Monday. So thank you so much. I feel so inspired now and I'm going to go have some fiber. <laughs> you do that. You do that, girl. Me too, actually. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.